Hello and welcome to Nature Speaking. I'm your friendly neighborhood, nature-loving, camper extraordinaire, Shayla Giroux. I would like to begin by acknowledging that the land on which we gather is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. I've been inspired by recent amplifications of nature sounds during the pandemic due to the slowdown of human activity. This slowdown has offered humans a chance to hear and see nature in multitudes of different lights and soundscapes. National and provincial parks are the most popular places to experience the beauty of nature. Given the current political climate, I would like to take this opportunity to talk about the shady past of Parks Canada and the fetishization of wilderness. I recently saw a post on Instagram as I was packing up for a camping trip. It was a call to learn the racist history of national and provincial parks before you go to them. The post was made by an account called Indigenous Woman Hike, critiquing the National Geographic, a network which talks about the history of national parks without actually acknowledging the removal of Indigenous peoples. She called them out for their erasure of history and culture. Now, I don't know about you other white folks out there, but I grew up camping, skiing, biking, hiking, and fishing in national parks across Canada and the U.S. In fact, as soon as I heard the parks were opening up from COVID, I planned a camping trip to Tofino, B.C. Before this summer, I have never once questioned the nature activities I indulge in, or acknowledged that my privilege to partake in them is entirely built off a system of colonization and racism. In William Crone's essay, The Trouble with Wilderness, or Getting Back to the Wrong Nature, he questions the intent of immersing oneself into such landscapes. He speaks on how wilderness suddenly emerged as the landscape choice for elite tourists who bring urban ideas with them to the countryside. For tourists, which I am, the wild land is not a site for productive labor, nor is it a permanent home. It's a place of recreation. So what's the deal with these parks, you may be thinking? I urge you to close your eyes and picture a wilderness man. Is he white? Burly? Carrying an axe and a fishing rod? Great. Colonialism and capitalism worked. Environmental historian William Cronin defines the wilderness man as the privileged folks who benefit from the current societal system. When we get tired of our life's too muchness, we are able to escape to the great outdoors where we can partake in commercial activities. Nature has been marketed to be supernatural to make you feel insignificant in its abundant beauty, terrain, and vastness. Cronin says that this idea stems from Christianity when biblical folks would set out to get closer to God in subliminal landscapes. Even if you aren't religious, this idea is due to colonialism and we are supporting it and benefiting from it every day. A system that commercialized wilderness, took advantage of indigenous practices and monetized the land, trivialized survival skills and appropriated the idea of wilderness entirely. Quoting the National Post, Beneath the feel-good evocation of family camping trips and pristine wilderness, another discussion is taking place about the very nature of Canada parks and the responsibility of authorities to reconcile with a tarnished past. This is only the tip of the iceberg in this conversation, but vital to know that there is a conversation being had and one must know about it before they go. The slowdown in human activity has allowed animals and plants the opportunity to bounce back to areas where human activity normally dominates. There is a lot of learning and unlearning to do within politics of nature and wilderness. The notion that I encourage my fellow white happy campers to question is their awareness 
of their intention and their privilege. Make yourself uncomfortable. Claim ignorance and challenge it. Learn about the land you love to explore. Listen to not just the animals thriving, but to the people whose history these lands are deeply tied to. Research Indigenous pe people's lands that you are intending on visiting. Find out what has happened historically on that land. This is not a call for you to not go to these parks, but a sincere call for you to educate yourself. I would love to hear your, your responses on this topic. You can send them to naturespeakingecuad at gmail.com. Thank you.